so at this point yes the mic shall be on and we welcome to the thoughts expansion podcast once again we are back and we are with Simi G and Charlie a duo we've brought here today yes yeah we have come with topics preparation has been done what have we come with today? The definition of freedom. The definition of freedom. What is your definition of freedom? My definition of freedom would be to have a hundred percent of the choices made with your own body and with your life of what you choose to do with it. That's my definition of freedom. You having your own choice to do those things Mm. and not having someone else make that decision for you. Yep. Yep. I think that's truly freedom in my opinion. Beautiful. What are you, Mr. Sam G? (coughs) Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going with Charlie on this one. Like, freedom, being able to do what you want to do without, like, within, like, Humanely, not being able to like, not in terms of like, like let's say harming someone, but like, just being able to do what you want to do that won't like necessarily impact someone else in a negative way. Mm. Which is a very valid point that I also agree with, but forgot to mention. So thank you for that, Sammy. Bless. Beautiful. So basically, being able to do and be in your own will. To have the will to do and be freely. And be who you are. And whatever yeah, you want to do and be. Someone else. Yeah. Make, choose who you are for you. Control of your life. Yeah, exactly. And what, what, you, what you do have control of, you made the decisions for. Beautiful, beautiful. I want to mention, I started counting um, when, you, when you were talking, how many times you said like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and how, uh, what are they called? Filler words. What do you think about filler words? Is it better to have filler words or to have space to contemplate? Well, it sounds better to have space contemplate without having filler words in my opinion but I think it's very difficult for a lot of people because their minds racing so quickly to think of what they're going to say without giving themselves a chance to actually take a minute to gather what they want to say they feel the need to themselves under somewhat of pressure to get the get the thought out yeah yeah they feel the need to continuously talk yeah so it's always good to just take a breath yeah what you're feeling and thinking because sometimes what you're thinking isn't what you're feeling and that's very important because i suppose in conversation it's like if you take too long in between because everyone else has something to say especially if you're in a group where not everyone's the most attentive listener yeah so where you you'll have a little break where you stop talking or even while you're talking and other people will will jump in (laughs) yeah yeah so there's not that uh 
you know, that good cycle of and speech. that's a very valuable point as well because if you're not an active listener, you're not actually being present in the moment. Yeah, you're not taking in what's being said. Exactly, and that's where a lot of um, misunderstanding and misinformation comes from a lot of the time. Not truly taking in. Yeah, because they already have their own opinions set on what you're saying without listening to what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's very common. I think there's a value in space when when talking. Yeah. So there's more thinking. There's more. There's more like uh, you put more into each thing you say. Yeah, silence is very valuable. Yeah, and it it can be deemed as like. See now I'm saying fillers. Um. Yeah, you can you can see it like it is a. Um. It can yeah it can be seen as it's like awkward yeah you know you you have this space and then you you freak out like oh who's gonna say something what are we gonna what are you what are you, what are you gonna you know yeah it ends up being a bit out of place yeah sometimes you also have mental blanks where you forget the word you're about to say or yeah and then you just call it out I think that's time. that's half of what active like the issue with active listening is mm. is because you're thinking of what to say next instead of focusing on what yes. the person's actually yes, saying that is very yeah so as soon as they finish you've got something to say immediately yeah and even if it's just part of the cycle it can seem um well yeah, just to certain people it can seem like it's it's a a form of disrespect, yeah, because mm. you're not you're not really listening. Yeah, it is. It is a form. Silence. Yeah, talk it up. You said silence and then form of disrespect. Oh no no um, as in like when when someone else is talking instead of you actually listening, you're preparing for what you're going to say afterwards. So you're thinking of responses instead of thinking of what they're saying. So as soon as they finish, then you ha- you immediately go to your point. Well, it just really depends. Like, you're just expanding what, on what they're saying. Mm. Like, it could be in reply to what they're saying. But how can you truly expand on something when you're too focused on your response? Because... If you're not actively listening to all their points with a non-biased judgment, you're not truly expanding on any thought at all. You're limiting yourself in a way. So I always think it's important to <coughs> look at everything as a possibility instead of just what you think is could be true because we all really truly don't know the nature of this reality at all. Mm. We're very limited to our senses mm. with it. I think it's also, uh, uh, to an extent, a meditation because you have to be able to focus on someone talking while your brain is doing its thing. Yeah. So there's a level of actually being able to focus on what they're saying and not drifting off and thinking about pancakes and Dead set. getting thrown away. Yeah, and we're all guilty of doing it. It's a very human thing to do, but yeah, you got to take control of the consciousness. Yeah, dude. Up the standards. Try and be better. It should always be a strife that we take to improve. Those higher vibrations. Yeah, man. It's necessary. Yeah, I think that's something we can implement as we improve the podcasting. Taking a few seconds before each response. Just to make sure if someone's done. And then to contemplate what your response. And then just to add, just to have space. I think space is, is a good thing. 
you know, even in the first one we made, where we had like full ten seconds of, uh, um, like, you know, that sort of thing. You can just leave space there. Just, yeah. just think. There's no rules. Yeah, no, the, 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 there's no force to it. You're just talking, and I think it's better to have the space than to, you know, regurgitate and force feed, force speak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, we did have a topic to go through. Um, I don't, I don't know if we could sum it up in a in like a in a label or something. I suppose one one good way to say it would be mass production. What? Now just. <laughs> You <laughs> just say it, man. What is that? This is like a fucking. What was that? He's doing some symbol off the off the wrist that looks like a grasshopper going onto your wrist and coming <laughs> and coming off it. <laughs> what? You so lost me. It's like pyom pyom. That that's a song from Japanese in grade four. Pyom pyom usadi sabon tete or something like that. So what I was gonna say before I started laughing was uh, a good way to cover the topic would be band aids for things. <laughs> That's what you meant by band aid. Yeah, because you were announcing what the topic was gonna be about, so I was trying to sign it to you. Oh so you wow! I would have got like finger and wrapped it, or like um, peeled, peeled and. Yeah, spaced I had it like no, that. No concept of how I was going oh, to explain the, that. Oh, dude, the bounce of the fingers was <laughs> tripping me out. Yeah. I was so lost. <laughs> oh. I, was, I was pretending to rip off the bandaid. <laughs> oh, you were doing a rippy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. fucking hell. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't was working. So I was trying to do it more intensely so you could like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was full. Okay, so mass production and band aids. Wish to expand on that. Yeah, well, for what and mass production of what? I suppose um, band aids in in the in the topic of mass production. Yes, that's correct. Band aids is a quick way to do something, but not uh, always a wise way to do something. So yes, it is covering the problem of oh, we need to get food to everybody, but. It's getting rid of a lot of the nutrition in foods with the pesticides that they use and not only that but the carbon footprint on the actual product itself where it where it came from and stuff like that. So I think a more sustainable way of living would be if you were growing your own fruit and vegetables and then sourcing your meat from elsewhere so then you're not having to mass produce um, vegetables and fruits. It's only more of a meat thing so then it it actually like stops that problem yeah it's um it's it's sort of like the the quick fix it's it's a quick cover up it can suppress i think yeah so a suppressor is a good way to think about it because it's not like you're sifting through the debris like if a house was to burn down you're not sifting through the debris to figure out why it burned down you're just getting a cons- uh, construction site to just wipe it and then rebuild a house. 
when it could have been a gas leak. So you could put another house on it and it'll just re-burr down and then you'll just recover it over. And the cycle will just continue. It's the whole point of band-aids. You get a cut, you put a band-aid on it, it covers it, and it allows the body to heal it, but it doesn't fix the problem in itself. It's just, it covers up. It gets it, it gets it out of your sight, out of sight, out of mind. Now that I think about it, band-aids is... It's a pretty interesting analogy for this because um, it's talking about... Well, let's start what band-aids actually do. Band-aids are... You, put it, you cut yourself, you put it over it, and then it helps it heal so it doesn't get, like, dirt and germs in it. So, like, it's just that analogy f- comparing it to this. Yeah, it... It sort of still plays in because it's like it is still covering it. So it is like getting a cut and wrapping it or something. But at the same time, the band-aid itself isn't going to fix the problem. It's a temporary fix. Yeah, like if once you take the band-aid off, it, it hasn't left up imprint there. Yep. You know, there's no there's no real benefit to you just covering it. Like if you get stabbed in the leg and you rip it out and wrap it, the wrapping isn't what's going to fix it. Your body will fix it. Exactly. But, you know, if you leave the sword in there and then wrap it still, there's a, still a sword in your fucking leg. Exactly. So it's only... It's better than nothing, but it only does so much. We can't treat a band-aid like a fix. Yeah, and it's going to get to a point where, um, you know, a lot of the soil on Earth isn't even going to be able to grow much life anymore. And then... The band-aid doesn't really work because you're underwater at that point. Yeah, it just comes straight off. I think the, the the biggest one for that is the mass production of crops. Exactly. Just destroying the the soils across the planet. And there is a way to bring them back. It is just putting um cattle. Uh, there's words for it. But yeah, having cattle on the, on the ground. So fertilizing the soil. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's a natural fertilizer. So they eat it, they shit, and then that that seeps into the ground. Yeah. And that cycle is what brings brings it back. Yep. So really, if we, <laughs> if we want to be talking about quick fixes that will actually fix it, just get rid of the crops. I find it's very interesting how food, once it's done with, goes back to the earth and regenerates more life. Yeah. It's like everything from nature is never wasted. It's always into a different form for another use yeah but with humans we like to make things only single usage so then that comes the problem of things like um, pollution and rubbish and all these kind of things and they all come under the the subject of band-aids mm. it's a temporary fix for a problem that we haven't thought about responsibly or temporary um, solutions exactly like efficiencies yeah it all stems around like a laziness to it. Yeah, and profit as well. Yeah, laziness, profit, greed. Mostly laziness. Mm, a lot of laziness for sure. We're a fucking lazy species. And I also think in the way we've gone about things, we've tried to be as time efficient as possible, which in a sense is cutting corners. Yeah. With things. Yeah, yeah. And time always leads back to money. Yeah. Yeah, I know. 
I think they're very linked. Time and money. Yep. In in the in the grand scheme of in things, society anyway. Yeah, I'd say in society. Yeah, I I don't know where that would apply to outside, like in the in the outbacks and the coast. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. of course, of course. Yeah, time is essence more than than money. But um, yeah, so we can run through like examples, um, of how of how like mass production and that band aid thing is. I don't know, being used, or at least to bring to light where it is and give alternatives. Um, so I think we'll start with one of the most contra- controversial ones is body grooming and skin health and all the products that you put on your skin. What do you think about that? Personally, I don't use shampoo. I don't use any kind of skin creams or anything like that. And I have relatively very healthy skin compared to a lot of people. Um, I find my hair is very healthy. And overall, when I use those sort of products, I find I get some kind of negative from them. So, for instance, a lot of shampoo actually makes my scalp more dry Mm. and takes a lot of the oils out of my scalp. Yeah. So... In a sense, it actually leaves my hair more damaged than what it would have been if I didn't use it. Mm. So that's the way I look at it. I still wash my hair with water and stuff like that, but it's not so much I will feel the need to put chemicals in my hair. Yeah. So I I like to go for more of a natural... Like, I'll still use natural soaps and stuff like that to wash myself, but um, yeah, I try and use as much natural things as possible. Yeah. What about you, Sammy? I'm here. He, he's back. Um. Well, I'm just gonna start on like face and like with like the face. facial um, yeah. routines and shit. Facial care. Just like drinking heaps of water. Stay hydrated. Hydrate your skin. Water is like all you really need. Like when it comes to that, really. Mm. Like I haven't looked into it. Done that much research on it. Just stay hydrated. I like it. Good motto. Yes. Um. Yeah. I, the 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 thing about all that sort of stuff is, I mean, first off, I always feel really uncomfortable when I've like cleaned something with products. Mm. Like when you clean a plate with a bunch of chemicals, and you get that weird, like there's no slide. It's like that gritty. Nails on a chalkboard sort of shit. It's just... Yeah, that hurts my brain when I hear it. Yeah, I've always hated that. And I've just accepted it as it being a thing. But it's kind of coming to light now to where it's like you're ripping everything off. To where you're not getting all... You're not just getting the bad shit off. You're getting the good stuff off too. Mm. So like when Charlie was saying, when you shampoo your hair... Yeah, you're getting the dirt and the groomy crap out, but you're also ripping everything else. And so when you get out the shower and you dry it and then you get dry skin, you get heaps of dead skin cells or it feels um, 
it might feel dry or something like that. That's All those things, they stem from a deficiency because you're ripping everything out. And then you give solutions for dry skin is a different chemical, which will fix that and then cause something else to go wrong. Mm. It, it always monkey branches. And I think that applies to skin as well. Because the, at base point, these problems aren't supposed to happen. You're not supposed to have pimples all over your fucking body. And is it in, just in the unnecessary oils getting out? Well, it's, it's, I mean, it all stems from diet because that's mm. what's going on inside. That's what you're putting in needs to come out. Exactly. Um, so, like, the um, for the most part, the cure for hair and skin body is just to maximize what you're doing with your diet. Because um, a lot of those reactions are what goes inside. You know, you... There's dirt on the surface. You know, you, there's all types of shit on the surface. As there always will be. Yeah. Same with the hair, and there always has been. It's what happens under the skin that determines whether you get a blackhead or you get a rash or you get dry skin. It's what's going on under. So these creams ripping everything out, it's not... You're not fixing the problem. The problem's inside. Now, if your diet sucks balls... Your hair's going to suck balls, and your skin's going to suck balls. Big four-way of gay people, okay? <laughs> that's no offense, but, like, best example I can think of. That's what's going on. So you got to look from the pinpoint. Healthy skin and healthy hair comes from a healthy diet. Fucking donezo. Eat well. Eat, eat well, man. Stay hydrated. You are what you eat. People don't even think about how serious that is. Like, we're putting things in our body. Yeah, exactly. It it affects everything. You're putting stuff on the inside. Like, the. It, it can go to the point of healing to where you could eat. Um, ooh, I can't quote a study on this, but I'm going to say it anyway. If you were to take two different people, give one of them. A massive hot dog drowned in chocolate. J- covered in M&M's. Yuck. <laughs> Let me just say, that sounds fucking gross. Yeah. So that's that's one side. And then you give the other one, um, you know, maybe 300 grams of liver. So they're peer opposites. Terrible nutrition, best nutrition on the planet. And then you both give them, you know, a three centimeter cut with a knife on the thumb. And then you record how long it takes them both to recover and what happens there if it gets infected, if it heals in a certain amount of time, if there's a scar. And you'll, you'll, you'll notice the person that's eating like shit, it will get infected. It'll take ages to recover. And it'll probably leave a scar there as well because your body isn't able to cope because it's deficient. So it freaks the fuck out trying to fix everything that's going on and then you're left with all these... Scars and bad skin and bad health, bad hair health, bad hygiene, and you're not able to heal as well. All stems from diet. <clears throat> Another one we can go on to is oral. So mouth health and the microbiome of the of the stomach. What are your takes? Well, I'm not going to lie, I haven't really looked into it at all. Or done much research, but so yeah. I mean, just your opinion on it though. Like, like, 
What, what do you think from the knowledge you've gotten in all your years? Well, it's, it's just something that I haven't really put much thought to because it's just like, I've just grown up being like, oh, wash your, wash your teeth, well, brush your teeth, <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah, well, well, what do you do and what do you think is best? Well, I just brush my teeth with um toothpaste, which, like, got some stuff, like, you don't really need inside you. And, yeah. So, personally... I don't brush my teeth as regularly as people suggest to. I still brush my teeth when I know my teeth need to clean, I clean them. But I try and keep my fluoride consumption to as least as possible in every area of life that I can. So, like, I try not to even shower every day just so I'm not washing my body with fluoride water every day. Mm Mm-hmm. And I I try to be very conscious of that because there's been studies that have been done that fluoride actually decalcifies parts of the brain, including the pineal gland. So that disrupts your melatonin production, your serotonin production, and hormones in general. So it doesn't just disrupt one aspect of living, it disrupts many. Have you considered getting a um, water filter? Yes, that's pretty much on the top of the list. Yeah, yeah. Like they're like 30, 60 bucks on eBay. Yeah, I'm 100%, 100%. You can, you can get them for your taps, you can get them for your showers, you can get them from everything. Oh, I like the one that you've got. I'm going to purchase something similar to that. Yeah, that, one, that one's great. It's just for drinking. But all this other stuff, like... Oh, you can get it for your shower. Yeah, like you can get that filter... For your shower, for your taps, for everything. So, how does that work? So, when... uh, It's slightly different for each design, but when the, you know, tap thing comes out the wall, there's a... There's, like, a difference. There's, like, uh, one compartment, and then there's another compartment that goes to the shower head. So, in between those two compartments, you put the filter, so it passes through it, gets everything ripped out, and then it puts... um, um, what are they called? Um, you know, like sodium, potassium, magnesium. What What are those? Electrolytes. It puts electrolytes and nutrients back into it. Yeah, I see. And then that's what you feel. Hmm. Yeah, I think um, that's definitely going to be have to be another thing that I'm going to buy. Yeah. I think that's a good I've idea. I've never been aware that that was even a thing. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah, good man. To know. I'll I'll send you a link on um, fucking something, to get you on board with it. Um, yeah. So, again, the same thing that I was talking about with the, the skin and the hair. The same goes for the teeth, and the oral and the, and the stomach. You know, toothpaste, mouthwash, are, quite identical to soaps and shampoos and conditioners they don't fix the root they kill everything because it does get rid of the problem but it kills everything and then leaves the teeth weak so they have to do it again the next day so no matter even if you don't um, eat sugar in your diet if you keep wiping it you're still going to fuck up your teeth 
you'll still have weak teeth. You'll still have a shit microbiome because you're throwing chemicals into your mouth and ripping everything out. And that goes to build some really big questions into why are these things being allowed to be consumed all the time? And the only logical explanation I can really think about as to why that fluoride would be in a lot of the things that we consume daily is to do with profit. Like, sure, they're selling you a quote-unquote solution to the problem, but in the end, you're just going to have to keep paying money for the damage that it's doing. So it's it's not just them making money off the product, it's them making money off the causes of that product in the long run. And I think it's a bit of a norm as well. You know, it's it's the norm to brush your teeth twice a day. It's a norm to shower three times a day. Well, yeah, it's taught. It is from a very young age. From generations. It is the, the 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 normal information. And to go on fluoride, I've just looked up this um uh a study from um what's it called? from the New York State Coalition opposed to fluoride and they talk in it they talk about um that the exposure to fluoride is linked to ADHD um lower IQ autism poor memory dementia and Alzheimer's disease and that it goes on to say many things about it and that there's been hundreds of different studies that have been published, but yet they still do it. And in pregnancies, that the brain development is... Um, let me just find it. that the fetus derives no benefit from fluoride and that brains don't need fluoride at best. Put fluoride on your teeth, not in your brain or the water. Mm. So they're not even on board about the teeth thing. Mm. Interesting. But that, that still, like, gives a perspective. Because yeah, that's just one compound. That's just what fluoride's doing. If you make direct contact with fluoride to your skin, it burns your skin. That that alone should tell you something about it. Yes. Microdosing fluoride in all the products is completely unnecessary. It's in all products because everything has water in it. It it doesn't make sense. And throughout your whole life, you'd be in, like like Ruben said, microdosing it. And just from looking at this, like different like cognitive impairments in children all this other stuff and over 400 fluoride neurotoxic studies and that's pretty crazy if you ask me well look at what we blame all the problems and diseases we have in the modern day like countless diseases countless disorders the chance of your kid having them is going up and up every generation and what what do they blame it on? It's almost like it's an experiment. 
they 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 see how far they can push things for the information of the outcome of their tests and experiments on life, so to speak. Maybe so. Because I feel like when you get to a certain level of intelligence, <clears throat> the only thing that you really crave to do is understand more. So you start pushing the limits and the boundaries of things that have been done and tested before to see how far you really can push things. Mm. Especially when you have a level of power that doesn't compare to anything else on the planet. It can be very easy to fall into a very dark mindset. Yeah. So, I've just looked up this other thing from a medical news site. And it's saying fluoride is found naturally in soil, water and foods. But it is also produced synthetically for the use in drinking water, toothpaste, mouthwash and various other chemical products. So, it's not even natural fluoride that they're putting in. It's just what I'm taking away from it, just reading this right now. That they're actually putting synthetic fluoride in all of our daily use products. Yeah, there's not much to say, really. Like, it, it's very hard to take in this kind of thing. It just sort of answers questions. It does. Because, again, like I was saying, what does the mainstream blame, you know, uh, cancer on? What is the main thing that people blame cancer on? Sun. The sun for skin cancer. Smoking. Genetics. Drugs. Bad diet. Bad exercise. Eating meat. Like... Red meat? Like, there's this, you know, propaganda of everything can cause cancer. And sure, anything can cause cancer with, you know, enough time put in it, but why? Imagine if plot twist, it was fluoride all along. <laughs> but like, but why would everything cause cancer? It doesn't. It's the very toxic and harmful things that we're putting into our bodies pretty much daily. Oh, but, like, they can cause cancer, but why would they? What do you mean? Because it, it doesn't just take one substance to cause a cancer cell. Well, that's, that's the thing. We have cancer cells in our body our whole life. It's just, like, when they become bad, I'm pretty sure... Exactly. We we have cancer cells. But they're just... It's like they've been altered. Them getting triggered and then our body not being able to fight back. Mm. So really, but it's that's, just... That's why our body, our body can't fight back is because it originated from our body. So it's not like an external thing that our body fights off. It's just like that's why we don't... Our body doesn't fight it off. I also think it's a very valid point to mention that your mental state has a big part to do with your physical state of being. So, if you're very depressed or very anxious all the time or very tense or stressed, it's probably going to lead to different health problems that wouldn't have been possible if you 
<laughs> did have a good mental state. So that's why I think um, in a lot of Western culture, a very key element that they're missing out on is spirituality and learning about the self and learning about others and just giving more love in the world. Just very simple things that get overlooked. Yeah, stress is one of the most, um, you know, common cause of health issues. Um, but yeah, I mean, stemming back to the, I mean, we're using cancer cells as an example, but the body still has an immune system to fight back. Like they still send red blood cells to the cancer cell when they know it's fucking having a spaz, getting on the goon. Um, but does it does it not make more sense that it's just a body's weakness to not fight all these things like it's done for thousands of years? Because we're not really getting stronger on the inside. If you look at the development of how we're using more synthetic things, we, we're putting fluoride in everything. Anything we're getting weaker. We're, we're, we're using foods to um, just get by. We're not looking for thrive. We're... We're just making choices that aren't for optimal living. And there's no sort of self-sustenance to this. It's all using external substance to sustain us. You know, if you get sick, you go to the doctors, you get prescribed drugs. You sit on the drugs until the drugs um, fix the problem. And then you're in the same place you were before. You got sick, but weaker. Because your your body just sat back and let the drugs do the job for it. Yeah, exactly. It's like taking a tradie and giving him two weeks off. Mm. Like, what the fuck is he going to do? He's got one job. If you take away the job, just sit around and watch Futurama and stack on 20 pounds. And then when you're thrown back into the trade, you're not as effective. Cause you, just, you just stacked on weight and lost strength. Futurama is pretty cool, though. Not gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> I, I haven't watched Futurama in a minute, but it was such a banger. Like, fuck that. Let's just segue into this. What are your favorite shows? Back in the day, current, future, whatever. What are your favorite shows? Naruto. True, true, true. It's got a strong sense of friendship, mm. which is a very valuable thing, and some people take it for granted. Learn some lessons from Naruto. I'm a huge fan of Rick and Morty. I love my Rick and Morty. <laughs> I also really enjoy a series called Animal Kingdom, Ooh. which is on Netflix. Uh, have you heard of it? I think I have, yeah. yeah. It's it's really good. And also, um, another favorite of mine was Shameless. Oh, okay. Yeah. Both, they're, they're all very different from each other. Yeah, I was going to say, they're not very related. Yeah, they're all really good shows. Yeah, interesting. Very yeah. diverse. Yeah. Yeah. I love a lot of variety. I really like South Park. Yeah, South Park's a banger as well. <laughs> Can't forget about South like, Park. Oh, man. Can't go wrong. Dude, South Park says whatever, does whatever. Classics, man. Like I remember like just any time I watch, I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> like, I'm just so lost. I'm just like watching it. Oh, man. It's like the ultimate point of comedy where no like they don't give a fuck if anyone's offended they're just saying whatever they want and having a bloody laugh with it while they make it have you guys seen the episode um 
where they're playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, like... Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's such a good episode. I love it. Oh, they've done that with other games. Like, um... Oh, I'm not sure. You know that one where they did, like, the wizard hole thing? They, like, turned it into a game? I'm not sure what it was called, but, like, they were, like, characters... It. Adventure Time? Was it Adventure Time? I'm not sure. Maybe it was World of oh. Warcraft. Oh. Because they were all different characters. Yeah. And they, like, team up into little gangs and shit and go fuck people up. What? Was it from South Park? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what you think. It might have just be that, because they turned it into a game. Yeah, yeah. And everyone yeah. played it. There's, like, a zombie apocalypse and shit. Oh, sorry. No, you're thinking of the Stick of Truth. Yeah, the Stick of Truth. Yeah, that that's the South Park game. Yeah. Yeah, so that's based off... um. So, in a lot of South Park episodes, they have, like, episodes where it's just the kid's imagination, and they're just playing for the whole episode, but they yeah. animate it so it's kind of, like, really happening. Yeah. And then that's what they've done with the game. They've incorporated that imaginative kind so of... So sick. Yeah, it's so cool. That's awesome. Now, that stuff was kick-ass. What about a show back in the day? Hmm. Oh, I forgot what it's called. Like, we've got Mike Tyson's show. That only plays really late, but that show's pretty fucking... Pretty good. He's like Mystery Crew with the pigeon. <laughs> you might not know it, but it's so fucking funny. I used to enjoy watching, um... Like, porn stars and Rick's Restorations and... Oh, yeah. All shows on yeah, Foxtel yeah, yeah. a Yeah, oh... And like those, um, the shows where they would go through picking, yeah, the pickers they yeah. go through like, um, oh, like expired. I'm not sure what they're called, the, but you know the places you you put just all different your shit. properties. Just where yeah, they, they do properties. Hoarders. Yeah, yeah. Um, looking for trash, but looking for treasure. Yeah, like the I'm not sure what they're called, but the, you know those places where they like um like little garages and they're all lined yeah. and they would auction them and then you open it and go oh. through it. Yeah, Storage Wars, man. That shit was sick. Yeah. Oh, they find some wacky stuff in them. They're pretty sick. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Is the sum up of that entire show. Yeah. Truly. It really is. That is what's what's the whole point of it. Yeah. It's just going through trash, just, just finding getting treasure. collectibles. Yeah, like, especially when they go on the properties and stuff, and like you go through collectors. Yeah, some of them are pretty interesting, especially on um, the picking ones where they just go to different people's places and like. And look at their incredible yeah. collections, just yeah. massive warehouses of like, just there's stuff. There's some really crazy ones, like <laughs> just one stuff. Yeah, everywhere like covered in dust, like just been sitting there for yeah, who knows how long. Fuck yonks, yonks. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, it's bloody awesome. What about movies? One of my all-time favorite movies is Life of Pi. Oh, okay. If you've ever seen that, yeah, and that's fresh. I also really loved the f- the Avatar with the blue. The Blue People. Mm. I really enjoyed that movie. Beautiful. I thought the ending was not very good. And kind of some way through the halfway, it was it, it angered me, the outcomes of the movie. 
but they are making another one, so I am very excited for that. Yeah, that it's been a long time. One thing with the Avatar, like, even though it's, like, pretty sci-fi stuff, it's, like, kind of shows something that happens a lot, like, the native people being pushed off their land, like... Yeah, because they are quite, like, a native species, mm, it looks yeah, like. Yeah, like, they tame the wild animals there, like, they fly through the sky with them, like... It just looks how we discovered Australia and America, and we've just, mm. we've colonised. That's what it looks like they do there. Yeah. They go to the tree on, and shoot on, it like, down. It's in a much more sci-fi reality kind yeah. of Yeah. Like, all the like different stuff they have. And I'm sure you'd attain to like the spiritual stuff they do with the trees and how exactly. they communicate like that. Yeah. And they heal people and all that sort of I, stuff. I believe a lot of the concepts from that movie are real in a sense. Mm. But not to the extent that it they goes. They reflect to. like a real yeah, yeah. reality. They come from true ideas. Yeah. And um it also, like, it makes you think if we were to have the technology to be able to travel to a planet with intelligent life. It could be like that. We would do that. Yeah, like, that'd be our nature to just... Don't even lie. Like, <laughs> that's what we would do. We go colonize it. Exactly. Relative to the people that are in power, it's what they would do. Mm. But, like, that's just human nature in a way. Like, it's it happened is. so many times, like throughout history and probably many more times than we even know or anyone knows really Mm. have you seen Inception Inception. nah it rings a bell but like I can't remember it's where they go into people's dreams and and they've got this little um this little spinny thing there's a lot of details to it but they go into people's dreams um. Oh man, it's it's really complicated, but it's really interesting because there's a lot of plots and shit to it. But they'll go into realities and they can fuck with it, and like you know, rip up the the city and curve it into like a U shape. Yeah, that's pretty. Crazy. They can just make things happen, but as you do that, um, the people reject it because it is a reality. Yeah. So they start to look at you weird because you're fucking with the reality. And then eventually they start to kill you because you start to freak and then you come out of it. But you can just go through people's... Um, it's like in Rick and Morty they do yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I was just about they, to say. They did it in Rick and Morty, but this is like a reality to it. So they'll go into a dream and then go into someone's dream in that dream and they can just keep going, but they lose control the further they go. It's a really interesting movie. For all we know, like... Dreams could be somewhat of a portal of consciousness into an alternate reality that you're a part of. It could very well like, be. Like, your consciousness could be intertwined through different realities in a completely parallel universe that you will never have contact with, but you, you do have contact in a way. <laughs> through yeah. the dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you wake up, um, well, some dreams you wake up and feel like you're still there. Yeah. But then you instantly forget it. Like, I'll be in a dream and then someone will knock on my door, say something and leave and I'll completely forget. And I'll have no fucking way of remembering. I'll have nothing. Couldn't write down a single well, thing about it. It's like you wake up, come out the womb and forget everything. It's like you've just well, come out of the dream. There's, I, I'm not sure about you guys, but I've tried a lot of lucid dreaming and all yeah. that kind of stuff. 
where you're like conscious and can control your dreams and you have more um i wouldn't say say in what happens but like you're more you're aware, aware of it. yeah exactly you're aware of what's happening and i've had times where i've had like a really crazy dream and then i've woken up and for like the next day or so i'll be like just like kind of fatigued in a way like oh it take the life out of you yeah like even ones that like aren't like like just ones that are, like i'll wake up and i'll be like what the fuck where am i like, <laughs> Dude, yes and i'll be like bro it's it just leaves me speechless. You can't even... I was talking to you about one of them that happened the other week where I, I thought I woke up, but I woke up to a snake right in front of oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was a mamba, and it was fine, but I grabbed it, and then it bit me in the face. <laughs> and then I've freaked out, and then it, um, I've thrown it, ran away, and fallen back to sleep, which makes no sense. Mm. And then I've woken up again and seen a massive spider freaked out tried to flick it and it's bit me on the face again i've thrown it fallen back asleep woken up and then i've had this like paranoia where there's a spider in every corner of the room on the top and then on the bottom there's a snake in every corner my dream last night was so bland and dry and sour that's the way i describe it because all my dream entailed was me Living where I am currently, very currently, but I didn't have a bed and I was just trying to sleep because I had a job interview today. So, um, obviously that was on my subconscious mind. So in the dream, it was a very, very uncomfortable situation trying to get to sleep, but I was asleep. That was the inception of the dream. Mm. Yeah. No, they're, they're pretty wild. But you did the finish the other one. So there, there's, there's four snakes on the bottom, four spiders on the top. But as I'd move, they'd disappear. And then I, I'd stop moving and they'd reappear. So I'd get up and this is where it kind of like becomes spotty, but I'd tell my family about it and we'd search for the snakes and spiders and we could not find them. And then I've, I, was, I was getting to the point where it was just freaking me out and I started to see bites all over my body. And I was just freaking the fuck out until I woke up to someone knocking on my door um they opened the door and then i felt my forehead and the bite was there and then i woke up and nothing was there and that struck me for like two days i was so fucking struck from that shit i've got um oh yeah yeah so i've i watched the joe rogan podcast um it's number 100 i mean 1109 with Matthew Walker. I was gonna say one hundred's pretty early. Yeah, but um, he they talk about um, dreams, sleep, all that kind of stuff, and some of the things they go into is like pretty crazy. And I really recommend everyone listening watches it. Like mm. it's actually skits. <laughs> like I was, I was watching it, and some of the stuff he was going into was like just connecting dots, like. Like, I can't even explain it. Yeah. So crazy. Just trying to understand. Mm. Uh, some of those podcasts are crazy, man. Yeah. It's just, yeah, the people he brings on and the the stuff they talk about. It's like, damn. 
interesting all different things like so mm. many different topics like from oh, MMA every boxing to everybody like, to type like every topic every yeah. category they've gone over at some point with someone so it's it's a mind very blower. very very would be an understatement like yeah you go from AI and being in a simulation with Elon Musk to bloody um, MMA and boxing yeah what else like so many different things <laughs> like everything man. everything he, yeah, they just go through stuff it's, it's just yeah uh, you can't sum up that podcast you really can't there's just so much too much they have, he, like, he has Elon on he's had presidents on mm. it's just, oh man it's nuts. Kanye West. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Ye himself. He's supposed to be dropping an album soon. Get keen. Dude, I'm very keen for that. That is a serious artist. Music. He brings out some beautiful music. That's what we get to get on to. Music. So. Yeah, music. What's mm. the... What are we... Well, well, first off, what's in the making for ourselves and what are we looking forward to in music? Well, there's so much like just wait well for starters personally like what are you doing with music and what are you looking forward to well looking forward to I'm just I'm just having fun with it making music with my friends everyone people people yeah and it's it's a good way of expressing yourself getting rid of some Maybe negative energy, putting some positive energy out there, like probably the best. Mm. I reckon music is one of my favorite ways to express myself that I've found because it's me. It's not anyone else. It's just me doing it. Absolutely, it's from the soul. Mm. And what are you looking forward to? Looking forward to well, I just want to see where it takes me, and. All my friends, like, all the boys, like, feel off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whenever I say like, I'm going to say filler instead. <laughs> I like it. What about yourself? What are you doing with music and where? what are you looking forward to? Well, my main, my main focus is techno and house production. So, for me, I'm not really aiming to get to any particular place with it, but my goal is to keep exploring new ways of making my music in different mediums, I guess you could say, like different ways to actually make the sounds. Yeah, expanding on like what you... Yeah, so that's definitely one of my goals, to just keep expanding knowledge. And then... It's also for my spiritual and emotional well-being. Like, it's music is a very important part of my life. So, when I'm creating music, I'm in a flow state. And I'm also very happy and very at peace. And it takes you away, or most people, it takes you away from your day-to-day life problems and the chatter in your head that's not really needing to be there, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what are you looking forward to in music? Um, 
nothing in particular, but I'm just looking forward to seeing the the growth and the evolution of everybody that I'm making music with and just being a part of that. Yeah. Beautiful. Another thing with just music overall, it's like filler. <laughs> um filler. <laughs> <laughs> you see you see how like go to it is. <laughs> it's good to it's good to take note of it. <laughs> Being aware. But yeah, with man. music you can let everything flow like you, Fill up. you can be creative. You can like you can just let your imagination <laughs> just blow up. Yeah. No, it's a good point. We're just taking notice of it now. We're realizing how often it's it's implemented in each sentence. <laughs> oh man. Um being aware of it. Yeah, the awareness has just set in. Yeah, no, that's great. Um yeah, there's a whole world to music. It applies to everything. We've always had it. Um, so it's a great thing about it. Personally, I'm trying... I'm eventually going to start working my own... Uh, I don't know. My own, my own album, I'll say. To really bring genre some things of music. out. I don't think there will be a genre. But Just a bunch of different things? I think so. Because I can't really please all my different tastes... Unless I do individual albums, which I could do. Like, I have the concept of how I'm going to structure it and how I'm going to call it. But, like, I've got a thing where you go through each 12 scales that there is in music and all their their defaults and the ways you can go around the scales. And I'll make a song for each one. And then within that song, I'll use a different style and I'll use a different concept and I'll use a different framework. So it'll be 12 different experiences and then it'll be the other scales that are like wonky as fuck. So like the diminished, the whole tone, um, the chromatic scales, the ones that just sound weird, I'll do the same thing with them. So just make this big artsy thing and then I'll get good at drawing and make an art piece to put on it. Very um, very long term though, because I can't... I, I even did the making beats for a little bit. I cannot do it. I love it so much, but if I spend six hours sitting there writing things, I lose my mind. I feel my body just crunching to get I'm like, nah, mate, can't do it. But I'll find a balance over time. It'll be in the mornings. Once I start waking up at 2 or 3 a.m. consistently, I can just sit there and play guitar for six hours that's, or sit there and make a song. That's pretty solid effort. Like, getting up just at like 6 o'clock is enough for me, really. Well, it's all about what happens the previous night. Mm, it's also disciplining yourself like, yeah. to be ready for bed and uh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you you got to see the value in the morning as well. Because mm. you can do everything you do at night in the morning. But sleep is very important. Like, Have you ever like seen people that haven't slept and they're on like, their third or fourth coffee? They look like zombies, man. We cannot live without sleep. Yeah, I can't live with that. Like that. And most people don't even utilize sleep. Like, most people wake up and feel like shit. Mm. And that, a lot of the time, that's because they've had, like, a mean feed before bed and your body doesn't have enough time to digest that and get the necessary amount of sleep. 
required to be able to function and like heal your body yeah exactly because it should be eight hours of healing Mm. it shouldn't be four hours of digesting and four hours of maybe exactly it needs to be solid rest and that's where routine comes in so your body can prepare and like fucking Mm. just shred through shit and get prepared for that single hour which is why i think going to bed at nightfall is really valuable when it starts to get dark yeah because it's 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 obviously already natural that's also setting yourself with like the circadian rhythm yeah exactly yeah didn't know the word for that thank you yes um so yeah once you're in that rhythm it becomes efficient sleep so it's the same hours every single night you get better at sleeping in those hours every night and then if you eat right if you don't eat close to bed you wake up feeling like a million bucks you feel like a million bucks and then you if you're waking up at because if you go to bed at night four, you're going to wake up at midnight, 1, 2 a.m. You can just be productive for like eight hours and everyone's fast asleep with a Mars bar sticking out their ears. <laughs> like, dude, you're just, you're just fucking up there. Not to be like in a comparison thing, but no one does that. If you do that, you will succeed. That's the sort of golden habit that you. it's so hard to not succeed if you do that. Just Whatever you do, you'll be great at it. It's a very good habit to have. Yeah. And... A lot of people have very bad habits. Like, everyone has some form of bad habit. Like, I have a bad habit. Like, it's the 21st century, man. Mm. A lot of people have some shitty habits. But breaking those habits and then bringing in a, a good habit is mm. what you want. There's always an improvement. Like, mm. you can still have a shit habit, but it's better than snorting cocaine as soon as you wake up. Yeah, that's pretty fucked like up. I'd rather you had a box of donuts than snorted cocaine. But I'd rather you had nothing and fasted till dinner mm. than had a box of donuts. So there's there's I levels for you, everyone to progress. I still don't think I'd be eating a box of donuts at like pretty early. Like, <laughs> at all. I mean, if you, if you did it for long enough, you'd get addicted to it and you'd enjoy it. Mm. Well, sugar is like one of the most addictive things. Like, I'm pretty sure it's like... Th- either the same as heroin or three times yeah. as d- addictive as heroin. And and sugar yeah. is in... You find sugar in, like, basically every, like, food product, every, like... Yeah. Like, did you see that video I put in the group chat about mm. Maccas? Yeah, bro. Like, I, the I chips are laced with sugar. I can't fuck with Maccas. The buns are laced with sugar. I mean, that's everything, though. That's all the, all the fast foods. They're all the mm. same. They have sugar in everything. Just well, enough that it makes you addicted, but you don't feel sick. Yeah. It's not like you're getting withdrawals or anything from it. Yeah. It's just that perfect amount that they've put into labs to make sure it's perfect. Yeah, bro. They be you doing just got to get lucky. Like, I can't even eat a Happy Meal. I feel so sick. Yeah, just... And that's a blessing. Because it's not supposed to. It's supposed to be perfect. That is a blessing right there. Mm. But to the Macca's culture... You just look like a pussy. Can't eat a fucking Happy Meal, bitch. Are you serious? I just got through my seventh Big Mac. Bro, get on the steaks. Get on the water. Exactly, mate. Get, like, you're, like you're, you're better off going to the beach drinking that water than going to Mackey's and drinking the shit out of their taps. Yeah. <laughs> Get on the saltwater, boys <laughs> and girls. Just go into a rainforest and stick your head into a stream. Mm. For a little bit, you might get frostbite and fall, but like well, that—that's the sort of water. Even if it tastes a bit salty, it's still natural, and you can trust it. Mm. 
it's not like you got big companies be dumping bits of fucking fluoride and well, it's the furthest away results. from it no one's taking dumps in the rivers yeah as far as I know <laughs> well you never know <laughs> yeah I'm yeah. limited to what I know and every river is different <laughs> yes yeah man well that's all I've got for today I'm already pretty wrecked I'm gonna go work on my splits anything to to finish on Always, thank you guys for listening, whoever you are. It means a lot to all of us. It means we can keep talking and expanding on things because that's what we love to do here. Yeah, like we said last time, as long as one person listens throughout the whole thing, for starters, you're a fucking champ, and for seconds, it's all we need. The whole point of this is to get at least one person to take something away from it. If that... If that has happened, then that's success, and we can go to bed content. Yes. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, thank you for having us, and may you have a blessed evening, day, morning, whatever time you listen to. Peace out.